0: Chambean, chambean, pero no jalan. Jala. Tú compras todas las jorlambo, a mí me las regalan. I spend in the club, what you have in the bank? This is the new religion bank, in Latino gang, yeah. Está toda servieta, dieta, yeah. pero es que en el casa tengo mucha grasa. Ya mude la Gucci pa' dentro de casa, yeah. nadie no te conoce ni en plaza. El diablo me llama, pero Jesucristo me abraza. Guerrero como Eddie, que viva la raza, yeah. Me gustan boricua, me gustan cubana. Me gusta el acento de la colombiana. Cómo me ve el culo la dominicana. Lo rico que me chinga la venezolana. Andamos activos, perico, pimpin. pim. Billetes de cien en el maletín. Que retumba el bajo Bobby Valentín. Yeah. Aquí prohibido mal, dile charitín. Que perpico le tengo claritín. Yo llego a la disco y se forma el motín. You are me time ba En la cruz tengo el azúcar. azúcar, tú que va medio y se fue de pecho como Jimmy Luka. Ah. Te vamos a tumbar la peluca y arranca pa'l carajo que a ti no te va a pasar la boca. Mis tenis valenciaga, me reciben en la entrada. Uh. Pa, 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 si, sí, sí. like, a uh. Y no te me hagas, eh, que en cover de vivo, yo tú has visto mi cara. Eh, no salgo de tu mente, uh. donde quiera que viaje he escuchado mi gente. Eh. Ya no soy ay, soy como... Esta rosa, yo soy el que se la vive y también el que la goza. Goza, goza, es la cosa. Mami es la cosa, goza. El goza. que mira, sufre y el que toca, goza. Goza, goza. Hacer I alike I like that. Hacer I alike I like that. Hacer I alike I like that. Hacer I alike I like, mm, I I like, like that. I'm just in the chat. He's so handsome, what's his name?
1: Capital FM
0: My dear Capital FM, I am your real fan. Listening to Capital FM is my habit In fact, my day start
1: with your station
0: My lovely favorite radio You know guys, you're the best This is Capital FM, Moscow (laughs) 105.3 We speak English. We
2: play a Sports with Alan Moore. Okay, folks, welcome back. We we're having a discussion uh, there that I, I was saying that I saw Cardi B for the first time today, not obviously in person, but I saw her on like, uh, TV. Uh, well, on TV screen, yeah, in Katie's. And I was sitting watching it uh, with Fiona and Anna, and I was just going, that's Cardi B. I'd never seen her before, I didn't know who she was. And then later on, my research for this show <laughs> led me, no, please forgive me, uh, led me to
3: find out that Nicki Minaj is a woman. Yeah, as I was looking up the qualifiers for the UEFA World Cup, <laughs> I stumbled upon Nicki the Minaj. fact that she is, in fact,
2: <laughs> I know, it was like, how would you do that? No, I was just like, I, I was looking for, for uh, songs, and then it was like this singer, Ariana Grande, was singing with Nicki Minaj, and I'd seen Nicki Minaj with RuPaul, so I thought she was a drag queen. Like, this is about two years ago, three years ago. And so then I started of going, oh, she, like, maybe she's transitioning or something. Like, she's a man. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I'm innocent that way. I'm from Ireland. But anyway, then I was in Shotgun. In and some ways, I envy you. In I know. That, like, I'm, oh, I mean, no, I've seen stuff that will turn your whatever white but um (laughs) (laughs)
3: that's that's already been done
2: (laughs) (laughs) no because that's you know like the uh the the thing from ghostbusters i have seen beep that would turn your beep white okay that would turn your hair white anyway okay we'll go back across to manchester to mr andrew flint andrew we exclude you from that like kind of bit of insane conversation uh so that you could actually go to sleep tonight
4: well, yes, um, I, I can't say I know much about Cardi B or Nicki Minaj either, so um, I'll join you on that one, I think.
2: Yeah, I was I, again, as I said, I, the guys are laughing because, like as uh, Alex said, just how can I turn off my
3: my headphones for that song? It's like, oh no. no! I just remembered Annie McLean referring to Drake as this. I don't know who this Jake guy is. Or
2: <laughs> Jake, I know. Ah, oh, I saw Drake. I saw Drake today on oh, television. I saw
3: Madonna. On oh. No. <laughs> where no. did you see Madonna? Uh, eating fried banana behind a dumpster in Little Tijuana. <laughs> I thought she was working the corner. But the, the
2: All right, okay, we'll just move on. We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, right, can, can, can I finish
3: it, please? No. <laughs> no okay. You're, you're going to like it. It's Father's Day. I need a dad joke for Father's Day. All right. Yeah, I thought it. she was working the corner, but the corner was explaining to my daughter why a father has been slaughtered by a former pop star in Florida. No, that's not funny. That's not a joke
2: that's not a dad joke at all <laughs> alright, um, so listen Andrew first of all, well happy, happy Father's Day to you as well um, and wanted to ask you, there's that Froome incident in uh, England uh, 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 of course Chris Froome, the famous cyclist had a bit of an accident, what happened and what, what, what's what been going on in the English media today?
4: Well, yeah, it's quite, um, quite a dramatic story um, he was training in France for the Criterium de Dauphine. He was just warming up um, doing a reconnoitre, I believe it's called, of the of the course. And he was cycling at about 35 miles an hour. Um, and he, was, he blew his nose, uh, took his hands off the handlebar to blow his nose, crashed into a wall, and ended up with a fractured neck, fractured sternum, fractured ribs, femur, elbow, bruised lung, um, he lost up to four pints of blood, it was reported. Um, it, it really sounded utterly horrific. And he said, he's been quoted in the papers as saying he feels lucky to be alive. Um, he said, I know how lucky I am to be here today and how much I owe it to all the paramedics and medical staff. Um, now, he's, he had six hours of surgery. He's going to be in hospital for six weeks, out of action for at least six months. Um, and that really does make the Tour de France a totally different picture, of course. But um, the back pages of the papers are covered with pictures. Well, the one in particular of him in the hostel bed, smiling, thumbs up, saying, I'm OK, just about, so, all things considered. But uh, it does sound a, well, a lucky escape in, in a way. Um, so uh, Chris Boob is with us, but he is out of action for a long, long time.
2: It does seem odd because I did see that picture as well. A lot of people are debating on, on, on Twitter and a lot of people felt that it was, um, that it, not that the crash was, crash was staged, but they kind of over-egged it a wee bit. But it does look uh, in many ways that he's there without a scratch. He doesn't even have a neck brace on for a guy who's broken his neck and so on and so forth. He, he, he's had an operation, but he doesn't have any IVs in his arm or anything. Um. Are there, are there questions being asked in, in, in the media there about, is this for real or just a fantasy? Sorry, I'm quoting the Queen lyric, I
4: know.
5: <laughs>
4: well, uh, to answer the question shortly, no. Um, a lot of the writers I've been, I've been reading in the, the Sunday Telegraph, for example, they go really heavy on his his background in Kenya, where his his training went. On roads were full of potholes, and there was. Uh, they tell a story of when he was 16, and he was in. He was riding behind an experienced rider who had a horrific crash as well. Um, and they they talking of him as one of the sports greats, but at no point mentioning the well what you've just mentioned about the picture i i don't really know where where i stand on it. it the picture does look very tidy and clean and it's it's wonderful to see that anybody who has had any level of accident is looking positive at the very least but the the coverage really is going um quite heavily into the emotive side of it um and the quotes that he himself has put out in the official press statement from the hospital um it's it, it's it's not pleasant to see but then again at least it is not as bad as it could have been. I mean, it's not a great thing to say, but it is something.
2: Yeah, I I mean, totally you. Okay, listen, before we go away, Andrew, um, have you any final piece of news, interesting news, that could uh, lighten up our night here in Moscow? Uh,
4: Well, Peter Schmeichel has got married again um, to a rather attractive young supermodel. Um, So, (laughs) much as his son is the man in in the limelight at the moment, national team goalkeeper, at least he's, uh, well, he's moved on in his life and he's looking rather happy um, in Denmark. So, Mr. schmichael married again.
2: Good. Okay, that's good for him, because of course he was here covering the World Cup. Um, listen, before we go away from you, I have to ask you, uh, your favourite World Cup memory, because you had that mega, mega, mega trip last year around all the World <laughs> Cup cities. So, what, what was your favourite stand-out memories? One, two and three. Quickly tell us.
4: Well, my favourite memory, uh, very much on a personal level, was listening to... Uh, on the radio to the penalty shootout against Spain and just go absolutely nuts. I was in a traffic jam at the time, but I've never enjoyed a traffic jam more. That was just pure raw emotion. I love that. Um, I it was phenomenal to see Nikolska Street as well in person, just edging your way through throngs of people. That would probably be my second more more general social moment, and I guess I'd have to include England's quarter final because that was the first time I've seen my country play live at all. And there it was, World Cup course final in Samara. So, yeah, I'd say those three moments stand out for me.
2: That is super. Listen, Andrew, listen, thank, thank you so much. Enjoy with your lovely ladies for the rest of your time there in the UK. And we will talk to you again next week.
4: Brilliant. Great to speak to you guys. See you okay. then.
2: OK, thanks, Andrew. OK, that was Andrew Flint, of course. He's over there in... So he's our man in Manchester just for tonight. OK, so... Quickly, quickly, we're going to have a look at the NHL because, of course, we did, I did say that Boston would do it under home ice, but it didn't quite turn out that way.
1: Well, 4-3, Bruins lost. Uh, last game, of course, was uh, at home, 4-1. Uh, we, we lost, sadly, even though the previous game we beat them 5-1. Um, but you know what? Enough with this cheerless news. Uh, Al, how does it feel?
3: Like for Raptors winning their uh, first Larry O'Brien trophy. Well not only did they win, but the uh, of course it, I see you don't want to talk about how the really how Boston know. got beruined there, but Enough. I'm going I'm just gonna Beruid, answer the, all for Christ <laughs> the, I I, I, I do I'll, respect I'll, his I'll, father's I'll, day. And the it's Father's Day, come on. It, I mean, in in we, the words I, of uh, Kawhi Leonard, I was gonna respond to well, that joke and all those questions. You the laugh yourself. Do you want me to do the laugh myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. do I, the laugh I can't, yourself. I can't, I, can't, I can't do it myself. Come on, you can. <laughs> all right,
2: okay, all right, yes, all right we, we both did it. Um, okay, Toronto Raptors. Right, so Toronto we, we'll leave the Blues behind, of course, for the first time, one of the most underachieving teams, of course, in the uh, NHL. Oh, uh, if St. not Louis the blues. most. Well, one of the most. No, that's the, the Blues. 50-odd years of history, they never won in, uh, the NHL or the, the Stanley Cup, but they did well, this one. Well,
1: you know what? Can't win them all, but we still are. We still are the, of course, the NFL champions yeah. and MLB.
3: Speaking, okay. speaking of winning championships, <laughs> uh, the Toronto Raptors beat the heavy favorite, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, well, where do I start? Me being a huge Toronto Raptors fan, I kept saying here that the Warriors are going to win time and time again that nobody's going to no, stop. Hold them, on, what
2: did I say? I you, We did confirm you this did two weeks ago that yes.
3: that, uh, that nine-day break would yes, set up the, exactly. the Raptors. First, first game they lost. And then, um, honestly, I think there are several factors that uh, why the Warriors lost. And um, I think the play of the Raptors only comes in third. I think the first is, well, the injuries because Kevin Durant was out for uh, most of the games. He played for 10 minutes in game five then got re-injured um, of course, uh, DeMarcus Cousins was, well, he just came off of an injury and he just wasn't ready to play. Same thing with Andre Guadal and Clay Thompson, who are both, uh, and Kevin Looney, who are all, um, they were all hurt, but they still, like, played and powered through it. But um, they, they all had very good performances, but overall, you could see the damage just accumulate and accumulate, and eventually Clay Thompson went down in, like, the last game. And also um, the fact that they're just so used to just winning all these championships because, like, if you're, like, a star in the Warriors, there's still, like, five other guys that can just carry the team. So they're just, like, um, well, you could just look at their numbers. They, they would get, like, zero assists to the Raptors. Like, every Raptors play came off just, like, a bunch of pass-and-shoot Passes. types of plays, right? So, okay. the Rap- so the Raptors kind of have this thing that, like, I'd rather... Uh, so Like, every Raptor kind of, like, if... They could uh, put up zero points, but get a guarantee that the team is going to win. They're mil- they're like willing to make that sacrifice, but the Warriors like they'd all rather just like show how like great they are individually. So I think that led to so te- teamwork versus exactly. individual brilliance, exactly That's chemistry. And uh, by the time the Warriors kind of realized that, like, hey, we actually need to do something, we actually need to pick things up. It was it was too late. So. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, go on. You have some other things. Well, one thing I want to ask you about because
2: we did, I did mention it last week, yeah. was the incident. Well, one I did mention the one with the injury right. to Durant, but I mentioned the one where the guy went into the crowd and the, yeah, exactly. the, the co-owner um, sort of pushed. So what what happened? With we
3: that one? Um, so uh, essentially during game three, I believe, um, during uh, one of the Raptors' plays, Kyle Lowry, the um, well the point guard for Toronto Raptors, he kind of like. F- uh, uh, he uh, jumped for the ball essentially. And he flew into the into the crowd, and uh, I think the man's name was Mike Stevens, part of the uh, he was well, part owner of the Warriors, who's worth seven billion dollars. And he was sitting, Ooh. he was sitting close to the people that he flew into. So Kyle Lowry, like if you look at the footage, he didn't like hit him at all. And so no, he, no, didn't no, he, even, was, like, he
2: was two people away from him, or yeah, like at least one so person away like, from him. Yeah. So it didn't
3: even bother him. And normally, so essentially, if you get uh, courtside tickets like they walk you through like what you're allowed to do what you're not allowed to do like all this stuff so like well, one of the most like, prohibited things is obviously is like touching somebody let alone like pushing him so unless he, you're in scores of, of course and you're Peter yeah oh th- that's where it's okay now uh, <laughs> so and mike stevens he just decides to um to go and just like, push him and after the game he got fine like um he got fined 500k which is like nothing to him and then they banned him from going to games. And um, there's an opinion that like, they didn't do, that they could have done more, because they kind of show that you can get away with doing stuff like this. And, um, well, they're kind of like, you shouldn't be condoning this type of behavior just because of who he is. But um, regardless of that, um, this summer, there's going to be a lot of, well, there's going to be a lot of hot free agents. The top, uh, the top, well, two of the top three players in the NBA are going to become free agents. And I just want to, uh, run down uh, the seven players that actually the well the eight players. Uh, uh, Anthony Davis already went to the Lakers this morning um, to join LeBron. But these seven players are um, they can change the course of the NBA essentially if they go to if if they decide to change their team. So first of all, it's Kawhi Leonard. Um, so I think he's more inclined to stay with the Raptors. He won a championship there. They're paying him fifty million more than anybody else can offer him. Um, so the only uh, other team I can see him sort of going to is the Clippers because that's where he, L.A. was where he was born and raised. He made it clear that he wants to go to Los Angeles. But overall, I think he's more inclined to stay in Toronto. And plus okay. Toronto loves him and they want to keep him there. Second is Kevin Durant. I think he's inclined to stay in the War- Golden State Warriors. He's kind of be- part of like this big team. And um, third is Kyrie Irving who wants to leave the Celtics and go to the Nets. Okay. Which is, yeah. All right, so uh, let's very, very quickly, before we go,
2: we're going into the break in a moment. We'll be back, of course, uh, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, well, in a couple of minutes' time with uh, Joseph Sexton. But before we do, very, very quick, Peter, who do you want to uh, give a bit of a, a beating for capital punishment?
1: Well, uh, Inter Milan, in fact. Okay, fair <laughs> a- aiming, enough. A- aiming big. So apparently, uh, from the words of M- Mario Cardi, they've been uh, psychologically bullying him. Uh, the, uh, he, he himself feels that he's uh, hated in the team. He wants to uh, leave the team as an open agent, but the the team uh, constantly pushes him to leave right now. Uh, They're threatening him with no game practice uh, when when they sign the new forwards. And that's crazy to me because he is, in fact, uh, the top scorer for Inter Milan, I believe. Yeah, uh, seventeen goals and five assists.
2: Exactly, exactly. And the, the next, the next highest guy you were saying was he's only scored eight a, a goals. Def- a,
1: defender, a defender, a defender scored defender eight goals. Eight, yeah, yeah, eight
2: goals. So I mean, no, it happens too often with football clubs to try to bully people out. But good, good one. Okay, very quickly with you, uh, Alex. What's your capital punishment? I'd like to
3: take. Um, I, actually, I actually haven't thought about. I thought <laughs> this through, so I'm going to take. I'm gonna go against my own people here. I'm gonna take the sing. I'm gonna single out the people that cheered when Kevin Durant got his gruesome. Well, Ooh, not gruesome, but he got yeah, his yeah, injury. bad injury. Yeah, bad injury. Yeah, it was, it was not a good look for Toronto, and that does not represent who we are as a people. So, yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. I'm go. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for the uh, U.S.
2: women's team at the World Cup. Beating Thailand 13-0. And it does represent what the Irish people, as in like they're kind of cocky. And up, And <laughs> every goal they scored against the Thais, they celebrated even 11, 12 and 13. Now, of course, the, the, the Thais lost 5 once against Sweden. But still, it was just absolutely terrible, the, the, the behavior. Because I think it's, it's just it's not right to, to do that, like to, to knock down another team. you know. So yeah. it's just it's, it's not good. By the way, that Group B game in the Cup of America, Paraguay-Qatar, it's 16 minutes in and Paraguay are 1-0 ahead. Okay, So, Inter Milan, the uh, Toronto Nation and, of course, uh, the uh, well U.S. women's soccer team, they all deserve a kick in the backside. Okay, we're going to get to the break with a bit of a World Cup fever. This is Ricky Martin and the Cup of Life. We'll be back after the break.
0: Capital Sports with Alan Moore. DJ Talish So if you're kissing someone, why is it bad luck to kiss someone with your eyes open?
4: Why, why do people close their eyes when they kiss I actually keep my eyes open
0: when I kiss <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah I always keep one eye open, you know yeah. I don't so trust anybody I make sure I know what's going on I make sure that they kiss at me actually <laughs> and not They're kissing that. me and not somebody else <laughs> yeah. Or that last minute somebody didn't switch yeah. The Capital Breakfast Show Weekdays 7 to 11 to
1: Слова и выражения, которым вас не учили на
0: уроках английского.
5: Defensive eating. Defensive eating.
0: Объясняет журналист Томас Гроув, Алтуна, штат Пенсильвания, США. Вот это то, что обычно происходит в детстве, когда там есть несколько кусочков торта. Ты хочешь, чтобы кроме тебя никто больше не съел вот этот торт. И ты просто прямо все съел, чтобы ничего не осталось другим.
5: Defensive eating. Defensive eating. Капитал
0: The one only English-speaking station in Moscow. Capital. With Alan
2: Moore. Okay, welcome back, folks. I hope you liked that last song. Of course, it was for the 1998 World Cup. Mr. Ricky Martin, um, who had his own personal journey. And it's 21 years old, 21 years old right now. So, wow. I mean, you got, well, I I won't comment on you guys. I mean, I, I remember the World Cup quite well. I'm old, I know, so it's okay. All <laughs> right, I'm going to say something else. Right, um, so uh, we're going to go just in a moment to Joseph Sexton, of course, who is a freelance sports journalist and, of course, a journalist in general, one of the very, very best around. Uh, because, of course, as I said, there is that Copa America going on right now, and still it is one nil after 23 minutes to Paraguay. So we're going to go all the way to Spain to Mr. Joseph Sexton. Joseph, how are you doing? Can you hear us? I'm not too bad. How are you? Very good indeed. Listen, are you in Barcelona right now? Uh,
6: Vigo, actually. Spain's oh, northwest.
2: Very, very nice. And how's the weather up in the northwest?
6: Um, it's you know a bit below the seasonal average at the moment, but it's been pretty good overall in the two months I've been up there.
2: Very, very good. And listen, Joseph, just to, just to uh, ask you right away, um, this this past year has been a lot of people are saying, "Well, like you know, it just shows that the La Liga is not in that great of a shape." Um, that it could be dead, that it's kind of now the, the era of English football. Do you think is that true or it's a bit kind of like, uh, what was that? Was it uh, Mark Twain said, like, the like reports of my death have been greatly, greatly exaggerated?
6: It's, uh, you know, there's something in it, but I think it's a bit premature to be making sweeping pronouncements. Um, obviously, the the big thing this year was that Real Madrid have been an absolute dumpster fire, And, um, but if you look back, um, Spanish teams have won the Champions League every year since 2013, and most of the Europa League this decade. So, yeah, I think there's a bit of flux with uh, Barça and Madrid. So, in the Champions League, I, I, I do think it's it's a moment now for the English teams to step up.
2: Okay, um, all right. We uh, want, of course, to speak with the Copa America. Which, is before we move away from Spain right now. Um, do you, do you think, like, yeah? there's a lot of players starting to move away, of course. We, we've seen players starting to, to go towards England as well. Um, do you think that it, it, you know, the, the Spanish teams will not go back into the ascendancy in the next couple of years? Do you think it'll be a bit of a fallow period for the next, say, four or five years?
6: Again, I think just at the very top, Barca and Madrid aren't quite at the same level they've been in the more recent past, um, whereas the teams below Atletico Madrid they, they've been in the market of selling players in England for a long time now. There's a lot of churn. Um, fortunately, a lot of the clubs like well, Sevilla again have Monchi back and, and Villarreal teams like that. They have um, good sporting directors, so they they can sell the players on for big money to English clubs and then reinvest in the next generation of players, which they can then sell on um, at a profit. So that seems to be the business model. So. Below the very top in the Europa League, I, 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 I don't see why the Spanish teams won't remain competitive, especially when they tend to take it more seriously than English teams do.
2: Okay, so we, we, we could see, like, say, a team like Bilbao, or as you say, Latin Madrid, or Villarreal making that breakthrough. Um, lo- looking around the Spanish, kind of the younger players coming through, is, is the same talent? Because we were discussing Spain dealing out hammerings in, in in the qualifiers, but is the talent starting to come through to fill the place of the guys who are like retiring and moving out, moving away from the national team?
6: Well, yeah, it's an interesting question because of course we have the under twenty one Euros coming up now, and the Spain squad looks absolutely excellent. A lot of talent, and there are some players who've been around for a while, like Ceballos, who's in the older age uh, older age in the, in the age range, um, but. There's a lot of talent, especially in midfield, as you'd expect with a, a Spanish team. And, you know, of course, there's players who've gone a bit off uh, the boy, like uh, Asensio, who you would hope would come good again, given what he's shown. I just think, you know, we're not going to see a generation like Xavi or Iniesta. I mean, that's just far too much to, far too much to ask.
2: Okay, right now, um, okay, moving away. Okay, so, it, okay, it might not be as good as the previous generation, but there, there's still a bit of hope left.
6: Uh, yeah absolutely I mean I, I thought the situation with the manager um was massive in the World Cup last year with Lopetegui I really really fancied him to do something big in that tournament they looked so good in qualifying in the lead up and I think that just absolutely destroyed the the equilibrium um Yero's not an experienced coach as you as you all definitely saw with Russia when things weren't working he had no real idea how to change it he he didn't really have a plan B, whereas Lopetegui had a plan A, a plan B, and a plan C. Um, he had various tactical setups he'd been using. Um, but, yeah, Euro we parachuted in and, well, we saw what happened.
2: Yeah, I mean, we were discussing that just a while ago because I was, I was covering that game, I was in the stadium commentating on it, and after Spain got the goal, they didn't seem to really know what to do. They, they didn't know where to close out the game or to keep attacking because, in all fairness, Russia were there for the taking. I mean, it was it was, it, it was a decent Russian side, but not like world beaters. Um, do you think that maybe, will the Spanish look back on that and think, Jesus, we let that one slip away?
6: Absolutely. There's a lot of regret around it. Um, just the way it happened more than anything. Um, I suppose, you know, in a game like that, the, the numbers that Spain posted, the statistics... It was like they'd become a caricature of themselves. And after the World Cup, there was talk of a, a change in direction, um, change in emphasis, change in style. Um, I think they made a sensible appointment in Luis Enrique, even if he's absent at the moment for personal reasons. But, you know, he's happy playing that passing game, but he's a bit more direct than what we typically associate with the national team.
2: Yeah, we were talking just about like, the ticky-tacky way of playing and so on. So, like, good that, well, to Spain moving on from that, maybe getting a, a more of a development. Of course, they have in September coming up, um, they have the away game in Romania and then their home against the Faroe Islands. They're top of that group, uh, you know, four wins, 11 goals scored, two against uh, two conceded. So, it looks like they're going to go through fairly handy, doesn't it?
6: Yeah, I mean, you would have expected this before the group. Uh, anyway, you, you know, and, and they're absolutely coasting at the moment. Uh, they weren't always impressive against Sweden the other night, but they got the two penalties, they got the third goal, and you know, so maybe a slightly flattering score, but they were definitely the better team.
2: Okay, I mean, again, they've, they've, yeah, they've beaten um, Sweden, they've beaten Norway, of course, both at home. Norway, who are on a you know, a bit of a bit of a run at the moment. Um, And again, they've beaten uh, Malta away and the Faroes away. So they're kind of, they're they're ticking all the boxes and doing well. So, um, okay, moving down south of the border, very far south of the border, in the far side of the Atlantic from you, um, the Copa America. Now, kicked off your night, of course, it's in Brazil. Lots, lots being said about it. It's not universally loved there because of the price of tickets. Am am I right?
6: Ah, uh, that's one story I hadn't picked up on. But, yeah, we know from the Confederations Cup and the World Cup and... Just in Brazilian football as a whole, since all those new stadiums were built, um, fans have been complaining because the prices have gone up. They're out of reach for a lot of people. And they were saying that six years ago at the Confederations Cup, uh, and Brazil's had an absolute economic meltdown since since then. And we saw uh, the Argentina game last night, um, Argentina-Colombia. The stadium was far from... Uh, what well, you know wasn't full. Um, the, the game before that was nowhere near full. So that's always disappointing when you see that at an international tournament.
1: Uh, Peter has a question here for you, uh, Joseph. Well, yeah, I just wondered, uh, what do you think about like the? Of all, well, of course, Argentina lost two zero to Colombia, and do you think that this is the end for the great and mighty Lionel Messi?
6: Um, I think he'll still be around next year, and if I had to. If I had to come down on one side, I reckon he'll still give the next World Cup a go. But um, it could be the end of the road for some other players. Angle Di Maria was hooked off at half yet last night after another very disappointing performance. It's, it's very hard to think when he last had a good performance for the national team. And Aguero was taken off as well. Um, it's unusual what's happened with Aguero on the national team. He's, he's, he's not playing to the level he plays for uh, Man City, but... That's been an ongoing thing as well. So they might look to regenerate that. So then you have Messi with uh, two new guys in the front three. Well, I saw some signs of promise as well yesterday in the midfield. Um and I, I think, you know, Messi's a very proud Argentine despite what his critics back home say. And I think, you know, he he'll he'll be adapting his game over time and I see no reason why he can't uh, be around for the next World Cup, albeit in perhaps a deeper role.
2: Okay, so more of a kind of a playmaker from from behind in midfield.
6: Sorry, oh yeah, as a playmaker from behind midfield. Yeah, yeah okay, absolutely. You know, he, he he needs some guy pulling the strings a bit behind him mm. as well, and that's what impressed me last night to a degree. of that is formerly Paris Saint Germain, just a player who can actually knock the ball around and take some of the pressure off, create a bit of space. Um, but yeah, I see Messi's uh, progression over the over the coming four years or whatever, three years. Um, I see him dropping back because, uh, you know, as well as being so great in the final third with all those assists and all those goals, his passing is phenomenal as well. So if the legs go a little, there's no reason why he can't utilize that.
2: OK, Brazil kicked off with a 3-0 win because they had to wait to get the, those three goals in the second half. Um, Everton put that kind of bit of a polish on at the end of the game um, against Bolivia. Uh, Venezuela, who played with 11 men, they, they drew nearly with Peru. Um, of course, that 2-0 loss for Argentina in Salvador. And, of course, right now it is um, Paraguay-Qatar. And that's what I want to ask you about. You've got Qatar and Japan playing there. Now, of course, Qatar makes sense because they're trying to you know, build up their quality ahead of the, the uh, World Cup in, in well, now three years' time. Um, do you think it, it sort of, not demeans, it, but kind of devalues the of Copa America that you have teams from outside of the the, uh, the, the continent uh, being involved
6: it's a dilemma because of the number of uh, nations you have in South America to come up with a format that works. Um, you know, what would be really bad would be if a team from another confederation actually won the title and Mexico got into the very first final where Concacaf teams were allowed. They got into another one, I think, it was uh, two thousand and one. Um, so that that could be quite embarrassing. But it's something they've become used to in, in South America with the Concacaf teams and the Libertadores. Um, which is more of a TV thing, but with the with the Copa America, when you have ten nations, you know, even the current twelve for eight quarter finalists is not an ideal format. But I I just don't see how you can make the maths work with ten.
2: That that is fair enough. Um, look, look look at the, the so far what we've seen so far. What's, what's what's standing out for you? What are you expecting from from this um,
6: Copa America? It's very early days, but I saw it um, after a bit of an insipid first half. Brazil played uh, quite well in the second half um, I, I i I felt some of those players, um, particularly a certain Felipe Coutinho, did step up, which is promising, and maybe, and i don 't you know I hate to say this because Neymar has been phenomenal for the national team despite what you think of his antics or him as a person. But, you know, sometimes when you have such a big player like Messi at Argentina, other players retreat into themselves, um, expect the star man to do everything. And then Brazil, unlike Argentina, have quite a lot of talent now. And um, this may actually work in their favour, as weird as it may sound, given what I've said about how well Neibar has, has done for Brazil over the years.
2: Do you think that that could be the same? Said like that, A lot of people do say about, say, Messi, that... When he's not playing for Argentina, Argentina are a slightly better team. Do you think that maybe that kind of star power of a name of Neymar, not a Neymar, there's only one Neymar, of Neymar or Messi, um, or even Ronaldo for Portugal, that that takes away maybe from the um, from the, the the overall balance of a team.
6: Well, are, are you saying when you have such a key player in the team, I didn't quite catch yes, you
2: properly yeah, if, there. Yes, if, like, if you say to take uh, Messi oh, yeah. or Ronaldo or, or Neymar out of a team, then maybe the team performs better because there's more balanced, There's less kind of, you know, give the ball I to 100%. Messi and so on.
6: Well, we've seen nothing like that from Argentina. Their record since the 2016 Copa America without Messi is absolutely atrocious. They wouldn't have even come close to qualifying for the World Cup without him. Um, so that that that's that one, um, with with Brazil and Neymar. Uh, as I said, you know, unlike Argentina, they've actually got quite a few players you can step up in the front line. You know, they've got talent all over the pitch. They have the balance that Argentina lack. So, I I I think uh, that 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 could fit your description. Um, yeah, you know, Portugal, Ronaldo. Well, you know, um, Ronaldo is amazing, but they managed to win the um, European Europe. Championships final with him on the sideline, you know, playing the manager. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it can be a lift a burden for players, I'm sure.
2: OK, listen, Joseph, uh, before we let you go, um, your tip for the top in the Copa America, the 46th edition of the competition, who do you reckon is going to take home the trophy?
6: Yeah, um, having had a look at Argentina last night, having had a look at Colombia, who'd be one of the favourite teams. Um, I'm less confident about both those teams' chances now. I think uh, Brazil are the favourites, but I wouldn't write off Uruguay Both um, are in action later tonight.
2: OK, that is good. Course, and yeah, yeah, there tomorrow morning here that uh, Uruguay will be playing. Listen, Joseph, thank you so, so much. At Joseph SBCN, you can follow him on Twitter. Joseph, thank you very much and have a great evening.
6: Uh, you too, thank you.
2: Thank you, Joseph. Okay, we are going to go out to the break right now. We are going to keep on kind of a bit of a, 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 a buzz, kind of a happy buzz right now. And again, this is a, a big song from last year's World Cup. Uh, we're listening to all around Moscow. This is Bob Sinclair and Love Generation. We'll be back after the break.
0: Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Everyone got well, but we got love, yeah. There's no need to cry, yeah. Got well, but we got love, yeah. Gotta live that love, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. Come on. Facebook,
5: Instagram, VK and Twitter
0: Text us on SMS, WhatsApp and Viber
5: Plus 7 925 111 1053
0: Add this number to your contacts You're going to need it Capital FM, the one and only English-speaking station
5: in Moscow. Самое лучшее, что могло с тобой случиться, произойдет этим летом. Capital FM даст тебе возможность попасть на крупнейший музыкальный фестиваль в мире. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Внимательно слушай Capital FM Лови факты о фестивале И первым присылай нам пароль Take me to Tomorrowland Если ты собрал все факты за неделю Жди звонка от наших ведущих И главное, никаких алло Отвечай сразу Take me to Tomorrowland И готовься собирать чемоданы Главное событие года Tomorrowland ждет именно тебя 18+. Предложение не является публичной
0: офертой
3: Период проведения акции с 10 июня по 5 июля 2019 года
0: School. Слова и выражения, которым вас не учили на уроках английского. Book hangover. Book hangover объясняет стендап-комик Стив Форман. Лондон, Великобритания.
6: Book hangover это когда человек читает много книг или одну большую толстую книгу и там вас в какой-то мир такой специальный пустили
0: а потом книжка закрывается и приходится вернуться к нашему миру и вы быстро понимаете что все не так
6: все здесь очень нечестно и а, не так красиво как вот все описали за это время и это наверное, как фахмедия немножко да
0: Book hangover. Book hangover. The one and only English-speaking station in Moscow.
4: For Capital.
2: Capital. M. Sports. With Alan Moore. Okay, welcome back, folks, for part six of tonight's show. Of course, uh, it, it, just to let you know, it is still 1-0 there. It was a penalty after four minutes from Oscar Cardozo for Paraguay against Qatar. In, and it's almost halftime now, so we won't be able to bring you the result, the final result, but we'll bring it back to you, of course, next week. Right, it is time to go over to the east side of Moscow, the dark side of the tracks. To Mister Andy Mack, Andy, how are you doing?
5: Literally, dark side of the car park.
2: Okay. That, there was a <laughs> silence here from home. She's like, well, we just don't want right. to know what you're at, like, you know. <laughs> it's like burying a body. <laughs> yeah, or something like, or you know, worse, you know. I, burying a body would be kind of one of the normal things that I could imagine Andy doing. <laughs> like in a dark side of a car park, behind the bins. Maybe he's it's not a just burying okay, now. Yeah, Are you alone, Andy, or with people?
5: Uh, no, I'm very much alone.
2: Ah, uh, I'm sorry. Well, listen, happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to you, too. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right, Andy, Mark. No, because we, we were making fun of you earlier on. So. Listen, we have a quiz now <laughs> to start off with. Um, we're not going to mention, of course, Scotland, Belgium. Um, it just doesn't bear remembering, I don't think. Um, the boys are waiting to set you up and give you a hammer in here in the studio, but we said, no, we'd be kind to you.
5: Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. Scotland, Belgium, What?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're doing the, the, the Peter P defense. You know, what, football? Europe? What? what? Like, who am I? Did I pay the bill? No, of course I didn't. Okay. All Okay. right, all right, Mr. Lingerie Magazine. <laughs> Lingerie it Magazine! It was, it was a men's fitness magazine, so <laughs> let's get over that. Anyway, right. Uh, listen, did you know, uh, Andy, did you know Nicki Minaj was a woman? Was.
6: No, was. is <laughs> oh, <It's> a woman. Oh, sorry,
2: is a woman. Well, last we know, she is a woman was a woman? Did you know that?
5: So what is she now?
2: No, 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 did you, <laughs> no, no, no. Did you uh, did you know that she's a woman?
5: Um, I I kind of guess. <laughs> Two big big hints.
2: All right, all right. Well, I didn't obviously. I thought she was like RuPaul. I thought she was a drag queen.
3: Oh God! <laughs> I don't even know who this Paul guy is that you're talking about. RuPaul. Yeah. He's he's a he's a drag queen like really famous. Oh, I, thought, I thought he was like a soccer
0: player. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh,
2: what you're like you talking know. about. Thank God we have our sports crews now. So listen. So who does RuPaul play for? Well, obviously I think Lesteros Glasgow Rangers. Rangers.
5: Oh, yo, yo, that's a very different question you're asking.
2: Yeah, exactly. All right, this we're going to start, and um, Andy, we're going to start with you, okay? Because you're there away from home. Um, so first question, Mister Andy Mack, which country? Has won the most Copa Americas. Of course, the 46th edition is on right now. So, out of the past 15, which country has the best record? And I'll give you an extra point if you can tell me how many they've won. Uh,
5: Most Copa Americas. That's the question. I'm going to take a. I mean, it's a complete guess, really. Yeah. Um, Chile?
2: No, but have a guess for a number on anyway, you. I'll give you help. Help.
5: Um, no, wait. I'm going to say Uruguay.
2: Oh, wait. Uruguay. Listen, are you Okay, all right. Uruguay is correct. How many titles? 12. 15. Okay, Four. all right. Not bad, not bad. It was, it was good. At least it, it, it wasn't Chile anyway. Okay. Peter and Alex, who are the current Copa America champions? Uh, Colombia? No, and I'll tell you what this this team—it's uh, Chile, right? But how many titles have they won? Two. Very good. <laughs> two. All right. They're not—they're not like checking this off the computer, Andy. Don't worry. There's just guessing here. Totally. All right. Listen.
5: Still got, got Kilimanjaro.
2: We do. We do. Yes, from from two weeks ago. Listen. Uh, on the Women's World Cup in 2003, the World Cup Women's World Cup was moved between two countries, and why? So what were the countries, and why was it moved?
5: Is that a question to me?
2: That's for you, Andy.
5: Um, I, I think it was held in the United States. That is correct. Um, Why it was moved. It's a very good question.
2: It'd help if you remember what country it was moved from. I think it was
5: China. Was it some kind of
2: that's correct. A
5: political standoff or something? I can't remember what it was.
2: Oh, it Human was... Human
5: rights
2: or. No, it was even more simple. It was the SARS outbreak. SARS outbreak. Ah. Yeah, but no, listen, it was good. It was a good try, but you got, it. You got, it. You got one point anyway. All right, uh, boys, you're in the studio. The USA, we are in the studio. Yeah, yes. in the studio. The USA have won three goals. They've won a medal at every World Cup. They've won three goals. How many silver and bronze have they won? So how many silvers, how many bronze? So there's four. They've won four medals... I silver or bronze. Oh, of these in total. So, how many silver and many bronze? 2 and 2.
3: Three,
1: 3 and 1.
3: Which is 3 and which is 1?
1: 3 silver, 1 bronze.
3: Other way around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Four okay, silver. which is it? Four okay, silver. final final answer, give me your final answer quick. 3
3: 3 bronze. 3 one silver, 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 1 bronze. <laughs> You're both saying completely the opposite. So, okay, what's your final answer? 3 silver, oh, 3 bronze. Three and silver. 1 silver. And that is the final answer, right? And that would be correct. One point, yes, <laughs> Jesus. yes Andy, you're looking out you're here. You be just in, in tears. <laughs> well, Andy, Andy is like the female sports expert here. So think <laughs> he I, yeah, I think, that I think is true. any questions like that you should ask us. So okay, to make things fair here,
2: Andy. Quick question for you. So this is after 1990, Golden Shoe or Golden Boot for the highest score in Europe. Um, so who am I? All right. So away you go, and if multiple winners, okay. So this 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 guy has won more than one Golden Shoe.
5: Um, British, yep. Um, Scottish, yep. Rangers, yep. Ali McCoy.
2: Oh, very good. That must break your little heart having to say that. But well done, well done, Andy. <laughs> well done. Okay. The Spice Boys. Right. So, who am I? Ask your questions. Wait, so is, top it, score. is it the same person? It's not the same person. The top score in Europe, but th- this guy has won more than one title, okay? What sport? Football. That yeah, wasn't a question. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to accept it. Okay,
3: so come on. You can guess the country and so on and so on. Uh, well. uh, is he an Englishman? He is not an Englishman. Is he an Irishman? He's not an Irishman. <laughs> Is he from the Duchy of Luxembourg? No. no. Uh, San Marino. No. Well, last question. I'm going to make this one count. Is he from My Milan. No. All right. Well, I'm going to guess, Mister, Mister um, Mr. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo.
2: No, <laughs> it's not. It was Lionel Messi.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, again, no. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had that. This right, literally yeah. the same thing happened. I guess <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo was Messi. Exactly. because we're, All right. Crikey. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, okay, we're just going to, move to, to fill in the blank right away. So, uh, Andy, first one for you. You're so tired, you're what sting? This is, was uh, Lizzie Dydnan saying on her life as a mom. So you're so tired, you're what sting? Oh, you are the wrong person. This is, this is for Andy. Oh, so Andy, well, you're what oh, sting. Boy. So what stings when you're a mum?
5: <laughs> uh, I'd like to say something else, but I'm going to say eyes.
2: <laughs> yes, your eyeball sting. Well done, Andy. Well done, well done. That's one point for you. All right, boys. Boys in the studio. Um, David Beckham what at Sergio Ramos's wedding? So he Sha- blanks this is for the boys here in the studio Wait, what did he
3: say chat chat Well, you can say that on the radio no what? you can't <laughs>
2: no he said cat he said oh. the French for cat chat, chat. oh
3: no I thought okay. that, like, it's oh, like I thought a, it was something different ver, it's like a way of saying shoot so if he, like, yeah exactly no no he didn't no, okay he didn't. so David okay. Beckham what's at Sergio Ramos's wedding had a very touching speech
2: no 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 no. it kind of there but not there one, one word single word plural <laughs>
3: Oh, jeez, that does I even want help. to say the same thing, Andy.
2: <laughs> oh, no, don't say that. No, no, no. Okay, Peter, come on. Give me something. One word? Yeah. Eat? <laughs> no. What? Stars. Stars. Right, stars at Sergio Ramos' wedding. Okay, Andy, final few.
3: He, like, stared at his wife, what? No, stars. <laughs> Not stairs. Stars. Oh, he was a star.
2: What? Him and Posh Boys went there and they were, like, really famous. like, we're the stars here. Exactly. All right, Andy, for you. England playing in Prague on a Friday night... What for the FA? England playing a frag Pardon? Kyle Emma. Not quite. Another one.
5: Um no idea.
2: You're very, very okay. A concern. A concern. Wow. Yeah, I that's why I, I I thought you might maybe work get your thesors out. Alright. Boys here in the studio. Yes. Messi what after Argentina lose Copa Opener. So, Messi, what? Don't no, yeah. say what Andy said. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs>
6: yeah, or he, he did what so again?
2: Messi, something after Argentina lose Copa. He celebrated. Bit. No,
6: he
1: didn't <laughs> celebrate. Didn't want, to, didn't want to speak in the adverts.
2: Kind of, yeah. But he, 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 You're on the right thing. You're right. It's it's a feeling. It's an emotion. So, he's kind of like how he's feeling. So, what was he feeling
3: after the... <laughs> he uh, was laughing. No, he wasn't laughing. It's one word. Quick, one word, yeah. Peter. Cried. Pride. No. Cried. Oh, bitter. Died.
2: Bitter. Bitter. He's sad. He's sad and bitter. Okay. Uh, so, no, no one of that one. Okay. Andy, question for you. Frankie Fredericks ran for what African country?
3: Ran from or what? No, no. For, <laughs> for not from, <laughs> for.
2: What country did he run for? Quick, quick, quick. Um,
3: Frankie Fredericks.
0: Like
3: ran for president or like what
2: yeah, what's happened to you in the, that dark part of the car park, Andy? You're groaning away. I was just
5: imagining I was a Sergio
2: Ramos' wedding. Yeah, I thought you were getting a raw take, but anyway.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: All right, quick. One, two, three. Answer? Uh, Namibia. Yes, well done, Namibia. Okay, <laughs> boys, that was a good one. Okay, the San... Okay, boys, here. The San Siro Stadium is in which Italian city? The San Siro Stadium is in which Italian city? Uh, Venice no who said Venice <laughs> Peter.
3: Peter no okay I don't want to say Rome because that's like the obvious <laughs> no, choice no it's yeah. not Rome no yeah and I, I didn't say that um, <laughs> Florence no that's even worse
2: Milan it's where Inter uh, Milan play Peter you yeah, cover it's, this it's, you cover this if you okay uh, last question Andy you're running away with this In Decathlon, the men's event on day two what is the first event what's the first event what's the first event Andy <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the first event to catalon on, on day two? Quick, quick, quick! Uh, Shot per no long jump. Okay. Finally, boys, you have to do this. This is cringeworthy. <laughs> In bicycling, <laughs> what does BMX stand for? Bomb bike
3: maximum Man,
2: extreme. extreme. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> bike maximum extreme. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> no rad, rad. bicycle bicycle motocross. My BMX. Bicycle Moto X, Motocross, yeah. Andy, you were the proud winner of today's title. You've got your title back. 5 2. 5 2. So there you go. It's easy, just a. Easy. Yeah. Listen, Andy, quick before we, we, we're going away now, just in a moment. Um, that Chris Froome story, do you buy that he was in a crash or he's just acting up? A
5: difficult one from the pictures. But um, well, I guess from the footage, it doesn't really lie, does it? i, I just incredible that I don't know. He's either made an absolutely miraculous recovery, or that he's on an awful lot of drugs. <coughs> Thank you.
2: Sorry. <laughs> All right, Andy, we'll let you go on that one. Listen, we'll see you here next week, okay?
5: Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Andy.
2: Get back into the to the daylight there. Don't be hiding out in the dark side of the moon.
0: <laughs>
2: okay. Thanks, Andy. All right. That was Andy Mack there on the dark side of the uh, car park. Right, we're going to go away to the show. Uh, Boys, thank you very, very much. I know uh, we're going to have a big celebration next week, so Peter P., thank you. Thank you very much. Alex P., thank you.